the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome to No Buts About It. I am back in my dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio. Chuss is still in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It is January 17th, 2023. It is a Tuesday. And uh, this weekend was a very exciting day of football watching. And uh, except Chuss didn't watch the Monday night game as he refused to. No, I wasn't gonna watch Friday's that game. episode. I, yeah, I wasn't going to, and I didn't. So, and he was right. It was a very boring game. Um, not exciting at all. Tom Brady sucked. The Cowboys kicker sucked. Um, yeah. he, I heard. I, yeah, I heard Brett Mayer, whatever his name, uh, however you say his last name. Uh, he missed a bunch of uh, like what four extra points. He missed four extra points, and apparently he missed the last extra point of the regular season game, and so he missed five straight. Um, just real quick, was it like windy in Tampa or in not, Tampa or anything? Not really. He shanked them all the same direction too. That was the funny part. Parker McCollum originally tweeted. He's a country singer that I follow on Twitter, and he originally tweeted that last night was going to be the last night we see Tom Brady play football. And then he updated his tweet to then say that it was going to be the last night that we see both Tom Brady and Brett Mayer play football. Because yeah, that was it was rough. It was yeah, a I, rough night. I don't know though. They they might run with Brett just because they don't have anybody else and you're you're in the divisional. I mean, it might be really tough to get I mean you can you can always get a kicker, but like it, I mean then again you have to bring in a kicker with a new scheme like right in the midst of playoffs and new, what's the new the, the new kicking scheme what's the kicking scheme we want you to put it between the two yellow poles hey listen <laughs> like you know you got to get comfortable with your long snappers you got to yeah. get comfortable with the 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 play like you can't just go in and be a stud kicker like it it takes time you know that because you, evan mcpherson went in with a new long snapper and he missed three extra points or whatever to lose the steelers week one to baka i why are you You've been saying bucko a lot today. Bucko. <laughs> bucko. You sent that to me in text, too. But I, I – what I, you said kicking scheme, so it was like – made it sound yeah, like – I mean, it's – You know what You know what I want you to do on this one, buddy, when, when you go out there? Just, why don't you uh, put it right between the yellow uprights this time? No, you, it's, it's you, not you – sure, You sure, coach? You sure that's what you want me to do? Yeah. That'll surprise him. No, it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the long snapper and the chemistry that they build with the teams. 
because like I said, kickers are fine, but like you can't just unless it's some like unless like Matt Gay is on freaking the waiver wire, which as far as I know he is not. Um, you're not gonna you're gonna have to pick some guy off of you know the waiver wire that may or may not have ever even played a game in the NFL or has only played like three games or something like that. It's a, it's a tough call right now because, um, you know, you're in literally going into the divisional round and you you're going this weekend. I don't, I don't know the schedule, but you're going in to be playing, um, freaking what San Francisco. Yep. They're playing San Francisco. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah. And I mean, yes, you need a good kicker to kick field goals, especially against a team with good defense. That's more than likely going to hold you to mostly field goals unless you can slip by the defense and score some tutties. I mean, Dak looked pretty okay in the game yesterday, but, well, I didn't watch, but from the stats, he looked okay. <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, in the end, like, you know, you're going up against the San Francisco team in San Francisco. It's it's a really tough call. I mean, I don't I don't know if they're going to they're gonna part with him, but if, like, he loses, like, the game by, like, three points or something to San Francisco this coming weekend – and they lose the game or something weird happens, they might, you know, cut him outright as soon as the game ends. Um, I don't see him returning to Dallas, like, after this season. But, like, more than likely, I, I it's just really tough to claim that he's going to be, like, not playing this weekend because it's just it's just such a big move. Especially, like, um, even, like, when the Seahawks a couple years back brought back Marshawn Lynch for whatever reason, they wanted to, you know, spark the team a little bit they brought him back like week 17 or week like right at the end of the season just so he could get comfortable going in and granted they didn't do anything that playoffs but like you know at this point in the season you're, you're in the divisional and you'd have to pick up somebody what tomorrow because mm-hmm. they haven't made any moves today so you'd have to pick up somebody tomorrow get them ready for their game which is scheduled what sunday the cowboys they play yeah, yeah cowboys play sunday at 6 30 yeah, so you have like you have Wednesday to have him sign and fly in, and then you have three days for him to prepare. That's like the Baker Mayfield situation. Yes, I get it. You know, Baker Mayfield's a quarterback, and yeah, you know, a kicker is a kicker, and he's all only supposed to do you know field goals. But like, still, like you don't know how rusty these kickers are. You're picking up a kicker off waivers that it could be a bummer, a stud. Like, I mean, it just happens. So That's Parker. True is a good country artist but one of those two things are potentially incorrect because i do see brett maher playing over the weekend so i don't see him losing his job anytime soon unless they lose the game this weekend and he misses like two of three or something like that then i think he's done but and as for Tom Brady, I want it to be his last season. I mean, he could have ended on a high last season in 2022, ending a divisional round, good a good year, you know, not too bad. Didn't make it to the Super Bowl. You know, you could have even ended it when you won the Super Bowl back in 2021, but you didn't, so you won another year. You ended in the divisional. That's sad, but um, now you're just progressively getting worse. Not Not him specifically, but as the team is progressively getting worse. Like, you go from the top of the division to – like like clearing the division to this year being the quarterback that barely makes it in with the losing record of eight and nine with the three teams underneath you being seven and ten and if any of them would have gotten one or maybe two more wins and tampa 
Tampa wouldn't be in it. No. Carolina could have been in it. That's New true. Orleans, Atlanta. I mean, maybe not Atlanta because I feel like Atlanta was potentially the weakest of the three. But um, any of them could have made it. They were both. All three of them were seven and ten. Like yeah. it wasn't like any of them were like. So I think it's in his best interest to retire at this point because if he if it's going to continuously trend downward as it has been, you go from Super Bowl to divisional to wild card. And then next year, if the trend continues, he's not making the playoffs unless he goes to some other team like New England and maybe he rallies them for one more year. But I still don't see him. He, he doesn't show me the same characteristics of Tom Brady as Tom Brady did back in even 2022. I mean, I think I think the, the year really changed him, honestly. I, I think the, the year, the, the season going from 2021 into 2022, going into the 2022 playoff games, I feel like he was a different quarterback than he is now. And that's unfortunate, but the dude is 46. The fact that he was able to produce for this long is enough to solidify him as probably the one the best, if the one of the best, if not the best uh, quarterbacks of all time. So, I mean, I feel like it's a success story regardless, but the more you keep playing, the more you're just going to just kind of destroy your stats and stuff. I mean, you can keep building them, but also, like, for example, like the Cowboys record, like it's a cool record to be like, oh, yeah, Tom Brady is 7-0 against the Cowboys. But now Tom is 7-1 and against the Cowboys. <laughs> you have that one loss, and it's just sad. It's just sad. So, like, you don't want to keep ruining those random, like, win-loss statistics and stuff. Like, just – just, I think you should just call it, man. He's had a you're very – You're just looking out for his career. best interest. Do you, do you know how many times Tom Brady – have you looked at Tom Brady's stats yet? This year or no, just in general? No, no, from last night's game. No, I didn't. I only saw Dax because it popped up on ESPN. Okay. So, how many times do you think Tom Brady threw the ball last night? Attempted probably, passes. Probably like ten times. You think he attempted to the throw ten times? Yeah, either that or like fifty-six. Sixty. I mean, Sixty-six. How many completions did he make? Thirty-five. It's good completions, but also you're making. But like he's. You can't have a quarterback of that magnitude throw sixty-four no, passes. No. It, like, was, it was ridiculous. ridiculous. It was horrible. Some of a lot of them, you were like, "Who is he? Who is he throwing to there?" Um, yeah. He had three hundred and fifty-one passing yards, which I'd hope that you would if you were throwing the ball sixty-six times. Um, two touchdowns and an interception. But I mean, yeah, it was not looking good for Tom Brady last night. Was not an enjoyable game to watch. Um, you kind of, you kind of nailed it in Friday's episode about why it was going to be a bad game, and you were right about that. And then, I think what you said about Tom Brady is true. I don't know if he'll necessarily retire. We'll talk about that more in the off season. Um, he's probably not going to be a Buccaneer, though. Would be my guess. He'll either I doubt it. Be in San Francisco or Las Vegas would be my two guesses for where I would put Tom Brady. But what do I know? Um, the game, so I watched that game and it was not exciting at all. You watched the Chargers Jaguars game cause I got bored of it. And that game arguably became the most exciting game of the, uh, wild card round. What, what did you think of that? Why, why was Trevor Lawrence able to throw four interceptions in the first quarter and then still come back and win that game. 
I mean, it's it's it, the best way to say it is just the team rallied. I mean, like it was it was one of the it was one of the craziest things I've witnessed next to the the Vikings and Indianapolis game back earlier this season. Like it's one of those things where it's like you you go in and with the charge Chargers leading. I mean, I didn't watch the first half of the game because I didn't turn it on until you told me to. Because not only that, but I was I don't know exactly what day that was, but I was I was doing something and I hadn't turned it on, so. Um, I turned it on for the second half, and at one point it was, as far as I know, 27 nothing. Jacksonville scores a late touchdown before half, so it's 27-7. And I don't know what Doug Peterson said in the freaking locker room at halftime, but the defense front went from, like, like literally everything just, like, molded together. It went from, like, like no more interceptions to, to like, 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 defense not doing anything, the offense throwing four interceptions, not producing anything to literally Trevor Lawrence throwing like four touchdowns or yeah, it was, it was something around there. I don't, I don't remember entirely. Four touchdowns. Yeah. But, um, but like he went from doing that to literally the defense only allowing three points and the entire team just rally. I've never seen anything like that before, but I mean, Doug Peterson is a very good coach and I don't think he gets a lot of credit for it. But he is a, in, in my opinion, in my eyes, I think he's a very underrated coach. And it kind of showed um, during that game because there was a lot of moments that you could pinpoint as being like, holy crap, I can't believe that happened. But there was just so many amazing Jacksonville moments for that second, for that second half rally that they did that was just absolutely phenomenal. Like next thing you know, it's like 30 to 20, you know, yeah. it's like 27, 30. And you're like, like how did or it's and then it's just like how how are they getting so close the next thing you know mm-hmm. 31 30 yeah and I it's came, just like unbelievable i unbelievable. came home and flipped it on expecting you know to see chase daniels or the backups in you know and yeah no like the jaguars are lining up to kick a game-winning field goal or pat a game-winning kick and i was just like how what what the frick happened? I think Doug Peterson must have promised him Waffle House because that's where Trevor Lawrence went after the game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean. Did you see that I, video? I just, Trevor Lawrence went to Waffle House. I I did see that. Yeah, I, I did see that. I, I mean, I, I think he's a um, – I think Trevor Lawrence, um, although throwing four interceptions in the first half, um, really rallied. But also, like, I think even with him being in the second year of the NFL, like, I, I think he has really shown his worth. Because the fact that, like, your team and you as a quarterback can rally back that hard to win is just insane. Like, they literally were counting him. I don't remember what the percentage chance after the second half or, like, in the, going into the second half for the Chargers. But it, I think it was, like, over 70% more than likely that the, the Chargers were going to win. Because I know the stat showed up whenever um, the Bengals picked up that, that scoop six, which we'll, we'll get into that. But oh, Yes, we will. Um, but I, but I think it went from like a 45% chance for the Bengals to win to like an 87% chance just based off that scoop six. And like, I don't remember what the charges were at. Like by the time halftime came around, I don't even know if they showed the stat, but there, there, it was, everybody was like, yeah, the chargers are chargers got in this one. They're, they're going on or they're moving on to play uh, uh, Kansas city next week or yeah. Cause it would have only been Kansas city. Cause I mean, at that point, like Baltimore and stuff, you would just assume that they would lose um and stuff like that so everyone was just kind of like yep they're they're moving on <laughs> next thing you know not quite and then the top four teams out of the uh the 
AFC ended up winning. So not by not by much though. I will no, say that. I no, mean, but they're not... also divisional games. We're okay. We're okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were close. I mean, all of them were cl- not one AFC game was a blowout. Like the NFC had a lot of like damn moments where you're just like, yeah, this game's tough compared to um, the AFC where it was like, you know, you had Miami Buffalo, like 34, 31 final. You had the Bengals and Ravens being a 24, 17 final um, Baltimore almost led just before that scoop happened um, or whatever it was. I guess it was a scoop because it kind of went into his hands or whatever. <laughs> I know we'll get into it. We're going to talk about what that then, was. That was and then the thirty, beautiful. yeah, and then the thirty-one thirty final for the for the Jags Chargers game. Like those were just, they were just some incredible games to watch. Even the Miami Buffalo game. Like at the beginning of that game, um, you know Buffalo's up fourteen nothing, and the next thing you know, Miami's just slowly cutting, 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 and it's just like Miami just was not going to let up. Seventeen fourteen at half. Like that was just crazy. I mean, it was it it was a great game, and I think Miami really gave it a lot like all and i think for for buffalo it's kind of concerning considering they struggled against skylar tom like i get it's a it's a divisional game and whatnot but like still like you know sky tom is not supposed to be the the guy to put up to help their their uh, miami team rally to get 30 points or 31 points but still i mean they managed so it's it was a very very fun afc weekend to watch uh nfc it's a different story, but um, I know you're very excited to talk about the Bengals game. I do um, want to. If you want to jump into, if you yep. want to jump into that game, we can. It was it was beautiful. So, first of all, you've got the Ravens talking all this smack about how you know we're they were playing Anthony Brown last week, and re- the regular season game didn't count. We're they're going to come back, and they're just going to ruin all our dreams. And, uh, you know, there for a second, it was getting kind of scary. We had some injuries early on. Eli Apple went down for a hot second. Jonah Williams is injured, which we'll cross that bridge when we get to it regarding O-line injuries. I believe in our guys. A lot of our second string is last year's starters, so they've had some playing time. We've got some experience on the field. Not too worried about it. Defense showed up, though. Offense was a bit of a struggle. Defense showed up, though. Um, The play you referenced. They were on, I think, the one-yard line, if even that. It might have been the half-yard line. And... Uh, yeah, it was It was so close. It, I, mm-hmm. it, it, In a way, it might have even been, like, inches. Like, right. they were so right. – Baltimore was, like, inches away. And you're, you're thinking, okay, literally all Tyler Huntley has to do here is stick his arm out with the football, and it's a touchdown. No problem. Now, this play, let's just – this was a team effort. Sam Hubbard's going to get the credit, but this was a team effort here. We've got Tyler Huntley going airborne. Then you've got Jermaine Pratt, who is picking, like holding Tyler Huntley, making sure that he stays airborne. Logan Wilson's in there, and he like punches the ball out. Sam Hubbard catches it. Now, Sam Hubbard's our defensive end. I've always loved Sam Hubbard. He's been a Cincinnati boy. He's from Cincinnati, went to OSU, came back when he was drafted by Cincinnati. Great guy. Has always been good for the city of Cincinnati. Has always been good for the team. Sam's running as fast as his legs can carry him. He broke a career top speed. It was like 20 miles per hour or something. Mark Andrews is chasing him down, and he gets blocked. In the front is where it was initiated. It was not a block in the back. Sorry, Ravens fans. I know you tried to say that you got the game stolen from you. You did not. It was initiated from the front. Mark Andrews flops after missing the tackle. And Sam Hubbard runs the ball in for the touchdown. This is the greatest play 
in Bengals playoff history, so much so that we are arguing over what it should be called. Fox 19 put out a list of things that it should be called. So I'm going to ask you, Trust, what do you think it should be called? Here's a couple of the names. The Hubbard Hustle, the Goal Line Gamble, the Immaculate Rejection, the Molar Roller, the Thick Six, the Woo Day, the Fumble in the Jungle, the Hubbard Yard Dash, or Hubbard's House Call. I am particular to the Hubbard Yard Dash because it was a 98-yard return. I personally like the Fumble in the Jungle. I think that one was um, that one was kind of good because it's like – it, like it just kind of seems like just a very like do you remember the fumble in the jungle back in 2023 it's like mm-hmm. yeah and it was because i mean you guys were in cincinnati so it just kind of makes makes sense but what was it the immaculate rejection the immaculate that rejection little, that that kind of is fun. that i kind of like that too because it's funny because it's just it, it's kind of true because he was he, he literally put his hand <laughs> up like he literally extended it over so much and who was the guy that hit it? Because I don't, I don't. Uh, Logan Wilson, I believe, knocked the ball out. Yeah, and Logan Wilson's just like, nah, <laughs> boom. <laughs> and so it was almost like it was an immaculate rejection. It was, it was, it's fine. I mean, there's a lot of good ones on there. I mean, it could go either way. I, there's going to be something that sticks at some mm-hmm. point. Um, I mean, I personally think the best Bengals uh, playoff history moment was definitely when you guys fumbled the ball back in 2015. See, that's what everyone thinks the fumble in the jungle is. That's why we don't want to call it that. Uh, cause Jeremy I think about Hill that fumble. game, the, the fumble in the jungle that had the Steelers win the game. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a funny game. Mm. Um, I just thought it was funny because of how ridiculous that ending was. I mean, it has nothing to do with me being a Steelers fan necessarily. It was just like, if I was even a freaking like just a, like an Arizona Cardinals fan from the other side, watching this game, I would have just been like, that is so unbelievably funny that this happens. And it'd be like an only the Bengals moment type thing, but. Luckily, the Bengals have come out of that shell and are no longer bums. Yeah. They are no longer. But I, I don't know. Yeah, the fumble in the jungle might not work. Um, but I, I do like the immaculate rejection. I feel like it's really funny. The Hubbard, Hubbard's yeah. house call. I, I do like that one. What was the 40-yard 40, 40 dash one? Was that like Hubbard yard dash? Or the something? Hubbard yard dash. That one was, that one was neat. Yeah. Um, Hubbard, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if Cincinnati is really going to have to figure out what they're going to call it. Because you guys are gonna have to make a shirt of it or something, dude. I I don't know what, but I will buy it. Or uh, then then you've got Zach Taylor. I don't know if you know about this tradition, but Zach started it last year. After yeah, yeah. after the playoff games, he goes around and he takes the like six or seven game balls to different bars around Cincinnati. He just randomly pops at up at and hands them out. So I think yeah. that's really cool. So that's what he was doing that night. Zach Taylor is just walking around Cincinnati handing out game balls. And then, of course, someone online had to be a downer and was like, well, yeah, until he gets COVID and then gets the whole team sick. You think it's a cool tradition? I'm like, yeah, I think it's a cool tradition because that's probably not going to happen at this point in time. Uh, Yeah, more than likely not. I mean, more than likely, if he was to get sick, I feel like it would be an isolated Mm -hmm. situation where Mm -hmm. it'd just be like, and most of the time they don't even say it's COVID-19 related anymore. Right. Like if you notice, like, I don't, I can't recall a time this, this season at all that somebody was out for COVID-19. It was a lot of, Oh, Lamar Jackson illness will not practice on Wednesday. So like more than likely if they're ill with COVID and since most of them are vaccinated and stuff and with the, 
the NFL COVID vaccine and all the protocols and stuff like that, most of the time they only have to sit out like two or three games now because of the, the eased restrictions. So, I mean, I don't think COVID would be necessarily a factor at all right now. Um, I can't say it's not, but I don't think in the NFL standards it is now in the world. Yes, maybe yeah. it is, but it's, this is not, this is not a show about world politics and uh <laughs> sicknesses and everything else this is sports but i don't think it's necessarily an issue that they have to be concerned about and plus i mean as far as we know he's not sick so that's so i mean he's been fine so continue the tradition continue handing out the game ball zach we i love that i think that's awesome i think it's a great thing to do for the city it's a great thing to do for the fans um i love zach taylor moving moving on um giants vikings that game was surprising. Well, not really so sh- much surprising, but like a what did I just witness type thing. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was very I mean the score was 31-24. It wasn't it wasn't like it was any blowout game. Mm-hmm. Um but it it was definitely close. It was very um I'm not going to lie. It was very, very shocking of a game from even my perspective. You you would expect, because, like, I remember, like, I didn't watch, a lo- like, most of the game. Like, I watched, it, like, parts of the game because um, I was out and about. But um, I did catch um, moments where it was like, yeah, the Giants and Vikings were tied 7-7. And I was like, all right, well, the Giants aren't going to make it easy for them. And it was just, like, a lot of shocking things happened where it was like, oh, my goodness, like, it's going the Giants' way. And it's just really, really interesting that they managed to pick up the victory. Now, I'm not saying that the Giants are a bad team and they shouldn't have been in. Um, I always said that the that that division was like a bunch of frauds, but there's all three of them are still in. So, I mean, they can't possibly be that big of frauds if they if two of them already won their wild card games and they're going on to the divisional. So, all three of them are still there, meaning that they that division literally outnumbers the nfc entirely it's literally just it's nfc it's the nfc east and um it's in san francisco <laughs> it's literally it's what it is it's literally just that it's kind of funny but but did they um, really do anything like i mean if you, were the vikings a legit team the buccaneers it's like yeah the Buccaneers weren't a legit team. I, I think the NFC is very up for debate. I, I personally think that, I, other than maybe San Francisco, I think the whatever AFC team comes out this year, whether you think it's going to be the Bengals or if it ends up being the Chiefs or the Bills or I guess even Jacksonville at this point. Um, also, a little uh, quick side note, is the Jacksonville game being played on Saturday? It is being played on Saturday, January 24th at or 21st at 4.30 p.m. Oh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has never lost in, on a Saturday in his life. True. So, so which is a – but do you hear that, though? That is, like, the one of the craziest stats I've ever heard in my life. Homie has never lost on a Saturday in high school, in college, and in the NFL. He just doesn't do it. He, he, said, he just doesn't no, do it. He said Saturdays are for the boys and for Trevor Lawrence dubs. But I'm so I, I that that game game could go to Jacksonville uh, and that would be really really funny if Jacksonville ended up beating Kansas City. But that that's that's the game for that'll be for a different topic. Going back to the NFC, um, I think the AFC will take it because I still don't fully invest myself in Dallas 
the Giants and even the Eagles in a way. I mean, the Eagles might be out of the whole entire, maybe the, the team to beat, but it's still, they had a very easy schedule and it's very hard to tell. Now from the Vikings perspective, I'm in a way, I'm kind of surprised like, Oh, like the, what did, what just happened type Mm -hmm. thing. But in a way, I mean, you might disagree with me, but like, if you think about how the Vikings went this year, like I think about it here and there and I'm like, that team literally beat the bills just to lose 40 to three to Dallas the following week. Like, were they even that legit of a team to be the third seed? I don't know. I mean, their division, other than, like, I mean, their division really didn't have the bestest of teams. I mean, they had the, what, the Lions? Is that yeah. is that the right division? Yeah. The so, Lions, I mean, the Packers, and the Bears. Yeah, I mean, so the Lions and Packers, like, yes, I mean, Lions and Packers are, like, okay. Um but then you go to like uh like you go to the AFC North where you have two teams making it to the wild card or well not well yeah, two. technically the Bengals I mean yeah they made it to the wild card but I mean the Bengals won the division Baltimore makes it to the wild card and Steelers could have made it whereas but you didn't in it, it's not the point <laughs> not the point just have to remind um, the listeners not not the point same thing with the Vikings Lions didn't make it. Uh, Green Bay didn't make it, but there, there's just one thing with like the divisions where it's like, yeah, like when like there's like two teams that make it, you, you can tell that 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 division is very very tight, and and when a team barely makes it in or barely doesn't doesn't make it, like the Steelers for for, for perspective, like even the Browns weren't that far off. I mean, like they they weren't gonna make it, but like they did have some decent wins over their season. I mean, they beat the Steelers. I mean, they had beaten the Ravens. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I mean. Either way, like it's the Vikings. It just was really a weird, weird run for them. And honestly, I just I don't think I will ever see the Vikings anywhere close to the Super Bowl. I just I don't understand why. Like I just I feel like I can never see those damn those dang purple jerseys in freaking the Super Bowl. I just I feel like I'll never see it. Never gonna happen. Have the Vikings never made a Super Bowl appearance? I they they definitely have. I just I just feel like I'll never see it again. They definitely have won. They, I don't think they've won, but I definitely think they've been to. There's not a chance that their they most, haven't. Almost their most recent Super Bowl appearance was 1976. That's probably why I've never seen them in a uh, in a Super Bowl because I because I it's very hard to watch uh, video recaps from the 70s and 80s on YouTube. Because it's all very blurry and you can't really see a whole they, lot. They went in 69, 73, 74, and 76 and lost every single one of them. Ah, Skull Vikings. <laughs> Let's go. R.I.P. Vikings. Uh, isn't that like the Bills, too? Didn't they go like four years straight? Yeah, they went all four years four? in a row and lost all four. Poor Jim Kelly. Yeah. The uh, I think the 49ers could win it all if they wanted to. They wanted to? I mean... They have to play Dallas this week. Um, Rock Purdy might I, mess around and get a Super Bowl ring for himself, then retire. I mean, that game's going to be competitive, though. It's going to be a competitive game. I mean, if Dallas can actually keep the pace. So, and they don't always keep the pace in the divisionals. So, uh, could you could you imagine, though, if Brock Purdy won the Super Bowl? 
Like that would be that'd be perfect. I, I think it would be that's why I want San Francisco and Buffalo so bad. Like nothing against the Bengals or Kansas City or any of these other teams, but but like the best storytelling is mystery relevant going in playing the Buffalo Bills team that's been the Super Bowl favorites for years, always getting snubbed, especially with like that that game last year where it was like, Oh yeah, overtime touchdown, Kansas City wins and like Buffalo felt like they got snubbed or whatever. Um and they changed the playoff rules or they're going to or whatever. Um, overtime playoff rules and then um, I just feel like having them go in fighting for DeMar Hamlin versus the San Francisco 49ers team that has Brock Purdy after Jimmy G getting hurt and all that and them running with Mr. Irrelevant is just like such a very good really cool story for the Super Bowl now it could be said that yes the Bengals could go in and be like oh yeah it's their revenge tour going against the 49ers now granted like I mean there's great stories to be told in this and i think the best story out of out of it would definitely be san francisco um coming out of the nfc the afc could just be up for interpretation um either way i mean even jacksonville if jacksonville somehow made a miraculous run into the super bowl like that would be the best storytelling i've ever seen in my freaking life how the heck the jacksonville jaguars nine and eight nobody expected them to make it make it, wins the division runs through the playoffs and makes it to the super bowl i just feel like that would be just a crazy story too and just having these two really young quarterbacks going at it is just really cool but um i don't know i'm kind of excited i mean i mean i definitely have teams that i don't want to see in it and most of them come from the nfc and and uh actually the only <laughs> the only the team that actually NFC East. actually the only team that i don't want to see from in the super bowl this year is um i mean i really don't want to see the 49ers in it just just because just because i don't want them to tie the steelers because the patriots already did that and i don't want another team to tie it but I also don't want to see the Cowboys in it because even though they're at five Super Bowls, just like the 49ers, I don't like the Cowboys. I just don't. <laughs> so I just don't like the Cowboys. I would rather see Cincinnati play Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Yes, Cincinnati, I said Cincinnati yeah. play Cincinnati. I would Hopefully rather see the Bengals. The, I'd rather see the Bengals orange team play the Bengals white team and then be like, yes, it's Cincinnati. It's the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Civil War. And it's just like the Bengals going against each other. Joe Burrow versus whoever your freaking backup is. Brandon Allen. And, Put some respect yeah. on his name. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, once, once again, I don't follow the Bengals. Don't know. Um, I, and then it has like, like Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase and, um, you know, and a T. Higgins is on the other team. And like, it's just like a wild, wild matchup. I, I would rather watch that than watch Dallas make it in. I just, Dallas just irks me. And and Cincinnati is probably out of out of my teams, and that is probably one of my least in the AFC that I want to see. But I wouldn't be necessarily like angry that they would make it in. I just out of the th- other three teams, it, it would probably go it would probably go Buffalo, Jacksonville, um, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Cincinnati. But I'm fine with whatever. Now, the year that last year was the ideal perfect Super Bowl for me. I did say that. When when the Rams won and then the Bengals went on, I was like, this is perfect. I was like, I wouldn't have wanted any other Super Bowl. So I'm glad that that happened. So Cincy um, needs one. We need one. We've hey, you guys it. have been – you guys are waiting. You guys are just waiting for Joe to get that ring. So just waiting, just waiting. But it, it'll come with time. You, just, you guys just got to be patient. Even if it's not this year, you guys have a great team, and it'll come with time. And, and no team is um, – destined for glory like every one specific year my boy needs a ring 
Yeah, it, it, Josh is showing me one of his cards right yes, now. Yes, I'm showing him the Joe Burrow. What is that? that in, I have. Is it an RPA? An RPA yeah, it's, it just... it's the rookie patch auto. It's an autograph, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, you you've got to go to work though. So let's just close up this episode. Do you have anything extremely toxic you want to say about any of these teams before we leave? anything super toxic about any of these teams yes i mean i I could say anything toxic about any of these people you've kind of been on your best behavior it's kind of out of character for you i mean i'm I'm respecting all the teams i I like i like where we're at right now except for the cowboys (laughs) it's like yeah and uh, i just i think um i'll go on a tangent but i'm not going to i could literally just so you're, you're just rooting for anyone but the cowboys yeah pretty much okay i mean I mean, and, and then if the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl, I want them to lose. So, but I wouldn't, but they're the best team out of the <laughs> NFC. So, so you're rooting for I, all of the AFC teams, essentially. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles in it or the Giants. Like, if they went on to win it, that would be kind of sick. Oh. But I don't, I don't want to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. And the 49ers, I wouldn't mind seeing in the Super Bowl as long as they lose again. Oh, okay. So, okay. so I, that's, that's cool with me. But, um as for the afc i feel like any of those are beautiful storytelling except maybe the chiefs i feel like that doesn't really have a story behind it other than kansas city is somehow good with three mid wide receivers i have a story how about this how about this okay jacksonville defeats the chiefs yes Bengals defeat the bills so now we've got joe burrow versus trevor lawrence in cool. another national championship rematch. See, that would be cool though. We like that is thir- great story. We had it on Thursday night football. I be- I I believe Joe Burrow has never lost to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they've only played what twice? Three uh, times maybe. I'm I'm including college in this. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, why okay. I I think because LSU and Clemson wouldn't have played too much right. because Clemson's in the ACC and LSU's in and um whatever SEC. the other one is. Yeah, SEC. I I don't think Joe's ever lost in any of their matchups. So I think that that'd be really interesting. Like these two like generational quarterbacks out of college, two of the greatest college quarterbacks ever do it in recent time against each other in the AFC championship. And, And on top of that, like not only do you have just beautiful storytelling, but you make sure the game's on a Saturday. Maybe not. No, I think it should be played on a Sunday. Um, yeah, you, you, have, you make sure the game's played on a Saturday, and then that would be really fun. No, we're hey, already... and then you guys, and then you guys would get another. Um, you guys would get another home game. Yeah, theoretically speaking, but on a Sunday. That that's that's it. That's it for today. That's gonna be today's show. Um, Just that. When 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 is our next episode? Are we gonna have one on tomorrow? Or are we gonna tomorrow. have one on Thursday? Yep. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wednesday. Yep. All right. So um, we'll, we'll be have back you been have you been following your headband's advice and working on the YouTube channel? Yes, I have been, but also um, it's still not at a point where I want to share. Okay, and um, how about the TikTok? I just I it's it's made, but I just haven't <laughs> thought of anything for it. Um, I mean, the thing is, is like you know, it, it give me the benefit of the doubt here, listeners. Uh, listen, I I am a I am also a college student that is in depthly in work compared to Josh, where he is uh, not as in depthly in 
in but he also is um almost done so he just has thesis and uh like three classes so me on the other hand i have six classes jobs and photography to do which is one of the things that i'm actually doing tonight because i have a basketball game i have to go and photograph so i haven't been the most available person and that's why we're filming it today and josh was also driving back to ohio yesterday from his uh from his uh dining room in indiana to his dorm room in ohio so it will be done um i just need a little bit of free time more or less before i can actually like finally work on it a little bit but i had some issues with it we should be good though okay sounds good um my stuff is all still there though the instagram is still no butts underscore show my twitter is still josh underscore butts underscore 2001 and my email is still bold moose podcast two at gmail.com that is bold moose podcast the number two at gmail.com um i appreciate everyone for listening sharing our I checked the listener counts. Um, those did go up quite a bit since the last time I checked. I try to not check them too often because it'll, you know, I'll become obsessed with them. And I don't want to do that because I'm not doing this for listener count. But it, it is nice to see people are listening. Um, yeah, that's going to be all for today's show. We'll see you tomorrow, though, because tomorrow is Wednesday. Uh, until then, uh, I hope everyone has a great Tuesday and a great Wednesday. And uh, go do something nice for someone else. Bye.